Welcome to the Wale and Yemi Football Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's episode 16 of the Wale and Yemi Football Podcast. And also, finally, finally, disappointed me. You know, I also finally disgraced, disgraced me. But um, it is what it is. It is what it is. But probably I still have one more bragging right left in Borussia Dortmund. We'll see how that pans out with about two games to go. But once again, welcome to the Wally and Yemi Football Podcast. Drums roll. Yemi, what's popping? <laughs> Wally. Uh, nothing much. Uh, it's been a strange weekend, but thank God we're here. It's another Monday. And uh, well, Manic Monday? On Tuesday, so most people used to do this on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, true, so true, true. It was a, it was a decent weekend. And by the way, because you listen to us on a Tuesday, or probably late Monday, a bit likely, yeah. it rained cats and dog on oh, yeah. like yeah, Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, crazy. Yeah, with a lot of wind. Yeah, it was ah. really windy. Scary. Got my wife scared. <laughs> but I was like, calm down, the world is not in the end. <laughs> <laughs> also, probably still win the league and the Champions League before the world ends. You see? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what did you do this weekend? Um, okay, so I, uh, on Friday, I hung out with my friend uh, Zubi. Uh, we went to the MMA event. The okay. UKO. I'm yeah, by the way, I saw Kamaru Usman tweeting about it. Was he there? No, I, I don't think I didn't see him. I don't think it was there. It was a good one. Good, uh, a lot of prospects for Africa, but you know, still a lot of work to do. Yeah. Uh, Saturday was uh, we're back at on the pitch with my kids. Sunday. By the way, I guess you're listening, and you probably have a kid who wants to play football, play football sports, yeah. basketball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me has a camp. Yeah, for that. I have a, a small sports club for kids. Yeah. So. Uh, we get them together every Saturday. Every Saturdays. Yeah, morning and evening as well. So we're back for another term. So that's what we worked on. Then Sunday was more, a bit more relaxed. Plenty drinking. Mm. Shout out to Jesus. <laughs> I think I did a bit of drinking, but not that much. I was I was on the road, traveled to Ilefe. I was on, on Friday, went for a wedding. I was back on Saturday, church on Sunday. Mother's Day on Sunday. Big shout out to our mothers. Big shout out to my Which wife. One of the Mother's Day. See, honestly, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's because of the church I attend. But actually, I think, do I call it the, I'm, I'm not sure that was the Universal Mother's Day. But I understand that it was also celebrated in America. So Sunday was also their Mother's Day. Um, so I'm a Baptist. So generally, you know, every Baptist celebrates Mother's Day. On, so I don't know what, what version of the Mother's Day but it was. It was Mother's Day. Big shout out to our mothers. Big shout out to my wife, big shout out to my mom. Um, love you guys. All right. Um, speaking of women, how about we kick start today's pod with women's football? Starting with the Women's FA Cup final at Wembley. Over yeah, 77,000 fans. That's massive. And it, it just tells you that the curve keeps on getting yeah, higher. Always on the, on the upward it's trajectory. on the upward trajectory. Yeah, so... Um, it was a good record for a domestic uh, football match for women's football. In England. In England, yes. And um, it just shows you how much the, the, the game is becoming more and more. Uh, it's getting closer to the people. It's been embraced by more people. Yeah. 
And part of this has to also do with England's success in women's football. Yeah, the last the Euros, the Germany. You know, so it's getting more and more people mm. uh, involved. And of course, they are. You, you can't you can't take away the fact that they are making massive investments, uh, infrastructure-wise, development-wise, training and other for, uh, and also trying to bring some of the best players from across the world to play in England as well. So uh, I'm not sure about how good, this, how much of a spectacle the game. Was I'm not Chelsea sure it was 1-0, yeah, yeah, Sam Kerr. Chelsea 1-1-0. But interestingly, it was Sam Kerr's third consecutive goal in an FA Cup final. Yeah. You know, Chelsea have won it three consecutive yeah. times. So she scored in all three finals. Yeah, she's uh, she, she also got a very important role in the coronation of the King. Oh, yeah, for, so the, for the Aussies. Yeah, and she's also on the cover of uh, FIFA 23, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's been a great year for her, you know, overall. Um, Great year for United too. Oh yeah, the women have the women side, well, even in the league. You know, for side, I just came back. I think the Glazers came and they they cancelled no, the women's team. Glazers. It was the Glazers. It was not. Glazers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can confirm to you that when the Glazers came, yeah. they banished the women's team, yeah. and not until two thousand and eighteen, the women's team came back. Yeah, it was not the Glazers. I'm so sure okay. that I will take a bet on that. All right. Church, Moku Weja on top of No, 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 it's fine. You said you are the expert here. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Glazers came in and, I mean, cancelled it. Yeah, then they brought it back again, yeah. And yeah. they're doing well. They got promoted into the... They're challenging for the title. Yeah, no, as I said, they even got promoted. Yeah. And as a new promoted team, they're challenging for the title. So yeah, yeah, so they've had a good season. season. Yeah. By the way, big shout out to the English FA. Um, I learned that because the World Cup will be holding in Australia and New Zealand, we'll talk about that World yeah. Cup in a bit. Um, and they understand the importance of the players having their families, friends come to, to that yeah. other side to of the, the world. Of the they feel like it makes a huge impact. Not maybe huge, but at least it plays a part in performances. And they said, okay, because of that, we'll be giving you an allowance of £10,000 each to be able to Bring the, a couple of your family and friends. How, what I would particularly say I like about this is that the, is the forward-thinking nature. Oh this, yeah, yeah. Is the fact that they are addressing it early. True. Unlike some people we know. And that, and that's why I I, I I get angry sometimes. People say that we why are we comparing Nigeria to an it's advanced so, place like England? Things. And guess what? Things. We even started pro football before, before England. Yeah. It's just simple things. Learning to do simple things. At the right time. Yes, we. I'm, I'm so sure that they're probably still owing the girls here. Of course. From the last one, you know, previous competitions that they've gone to. Uh, unfortunately, we have. Uh, is it fortunately or unfortunately? Oh, well, NFL president is very quiet. Yes, since he took office, he's been yeah. I'm a Jupinik. Who is always in the. He's always everywhere. Yeah. yeah, making noise everywhere. But this one seems to just be quiet. I don't know what if it's quite, a good thing or a bad thing. I don't we, know. Yeah, that's why I said fourteen yeah. or fourteen. You know, we don't know, so we have to wait. He hasn't uh, enjoyed any form of success in the early start. Yeah, but I think his first uh, big success, although that success won't be attributed to him, Enjoy. was the story that went viral over the weekend. Enjoy. The FIFA Ford program that saw the FIFA tweeted about it. No, I know, I know, but the pitch in 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 Kebi, but that didn't happen under him actually. So you can't ascribe, you cannot. Ascribe that success Let's to, to, to him. 
So I, I think that's good thinking from the English FA. Oh, good. By the way, they will also be traveling in business class to Australia. Yeah. yeah. I think the last World Cup they traveled in uh, economy. economy premium. I think there's also yeah, economy, economy. Yeah, premium economy. economy. So this time around it's business class. And that tells you that Look, they... There's money. It's things like this. And I'm, I'm, I want to... I want to kind of defend somebody that I shouldn't be defending. Okay. It's things like this. Is steps like this that makes... That will make uh, Gianni Fantino believe that some of those big European countries should yeah. be paying more for the TV rights of the Women's World Cup. So I, so I was going there. I don't yeah. agree with him because really those guys, they're a business. Those TV companies, those media companies, they're a business. You don't see as much value. You don't expect them to pay over the top. So, so why are you now siding? Why are you... No, I'm saying it's advancements like this. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they advanced, but I think that Yanni Fatin also has to realize that for as much of a giant stride or strides that women's football has been making in in the global game. Remember mm. that way back when the World Cup started in 1991, the Women's World Cup, mm. the broadcasters always start to do FIFA World Cup. Yeah, so, it, was a, it was a bouquet of... Yeah, uh, so, broadcast, so if you want to broadcast the FIFA yeah. World Cup, Men's World Cup, oh, we'll give you the Women's World yeah. Cup for free. Yeah. So that was it until the he last one, I think, in France. Yeah. yeah, and so it's it's a good thing. It tells you that we are, that the women's is gradually making incursions, but I still think that at this stage, the women's game still needs a lot of exposure. Yeah, rather than this grandstanding and exactly. Fantino is having yeah. with the major broadcasters from England, Italy, Germany, and um, I think a bit of Spain too, yeah. that if you don't reach the certain you don't be excited amount amount black black out Europe Europe from the football world. So I think they need to find a balance. Yeah, they need to find a balance. You can't be grandstanding. Oh, they yeah. are business people, and like it or not, yes, viewership numbers have gone up for the women. Oh, they league. had good numbers the last World Cup in France. Yes, they had yeah, really good numbers. Uh, the Champions League, the FA Cup that we just mentioned. Yeah, the numbers are going up. But on the world stage, you're gonna have some very funny countries playing some of the big. Oh yeah. Teams. How much of an interest are you going to derive from those games? So that's one of the things Infantino needs to take into consideration. He needs to also take into consideration that within FIFA themselves, how much are they also even doing, still pushing the game into those key corners yeah, you know, see, across the world? Once again, I sympathize with Infantino. Infantino trebled the prize money for. No, of course. The pot, the money in the pot for yeah, the women's World Cup. Trebled it and is expecting that the broadcasters also yeah, reciprocate that too. But there's an Italian broadcaster offering as well as a million dollars to broadcast the World Cup. I think the BBC they didn't mention their figures, but they were within the range of about five to seven million pounds, you know, to also broadcast the Women's World Cup. I think Antonio will probably have to accept it. Then, like I tweeted yes, I'm not sure you saw it. Probably will have interacted with it. The the Women's World Cup is not a bad product, it's not. but this edition is a bad product for the European market. Yeah, Why? Because of the time. The time. Because of the time. England games that's start a, as early as 2 a.m. Yeah, that's another consideration. Yeah. Some games start at 2 a.m. Some, I think England's oh, last game is 10 a.m. You know, so from a broadcasting point of yeah, view, really do you want to really, really invest yeah. in that? So those are the things yeah. that you need to put into consideration. You should also understand that those are the things that will probably be pushing them away. Unfortunately, Australia and New Zealand are big women's football countries. Yeah. You know, they will put together a really good World Cup. But at time difference, the the circumstances of surrounding the World Cup is a huge. 
pitfall for the success in terms of broadcasting and marketability of this World Cup? Anyways, we're looking forward to the FIFA Women's World Cup. That keeps us busy um, <laughs> during June, July. I don't want to call it summer. We don't do summer here. Uh, it rains uh, in this period, so it's uh, not summer. Yeah, yeah. Not summer in it. Uh, by the way, I mean we're starting. I mean we're having it really good with the women this uh, pot this early because we also have um, a Guinness World Record holder. Oh yeah. In Ilde Basi. Mm -hmm. The, the chef. Uh, girls run the world. Yeah, who, who, run, who runs the world? Girls. Yeah. Girls. yeah. <laughs> Big shout to Ilde Basi. That's not mean feat. No, it's not easy. Huh? That's a great one. Yeah. Four days standing, to cook cooking. Say, to, cook one hour, say, no to cook is different. Is even a different one. To stand. Yes, man. Observing yes, only, I think, five minutes of rest per hour. Yeah, try, try. I do. Try. Anyways, by the time we're done, you're listening. She will have. She will have been done. Although at the time of recording, she already broke the record, but yeah. she wants to ex extend it by about nine hours, twenty okay. minutes. Okay. Um, so I'm sure that guy extended it by twenty. By hours. twenty hours, so she's so extending she by nine. Man. She can't come and kill herself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's got um, Nigerians really excited. It's a huge positive for us. Oh, it is, yeah, those are some positive lights. I come from a very funny period over the last few months. Yeah, it's a feel good. Uh, Feel good story. Mm. Opportunity for people to you know connect. Um, you know, we, we the country needs more good, feel good stories like this. Yeah. Aside from young Nigerians, you know, trying to get into that world space. So it's a great one. From a football point of view, um, I think we have a couple of Nigerians also in the Goodness World Record. Oh yes, we have um, we have coffee, yeah. but from a sports point of view, I think we have about seven. Our weightlifters, our oh, para weightlifters. Power, those ones, no, we no. have two or three of those them. Those are special. We've got records. Those yeah. are special. I just wish that they could have also gotten all of this. Because, I mean, it begs the question, why is Ilda getting all of this acclaim? Just mm. just last month, Benga Ezekiel in Akure broke a... No, no, keep it up. Skip. Yeah, on one leg in a minute or two, also got into the world record. DJ Venom, years ago also, you know, did the yeah, DJ OB, record. DJ OB, I'm not sure OB's was rectified. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh -huh. I'm not sure. Oh, no, OB no, did it. Was I don't know. Oh, it was, Wally. Because it I think was. I caught a YouTube video of OB even admitting that he gone for the record, but the guys didn't, um, ah. yeah, they didn't approve of it. Then so the then there was this lady, the this guy that, uh, that did keep it up from... Is it Ibadan? Oh, yeah, it was on my radio show years yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. Yeah. yeah. But, That's another one. But Big Shot Obi, who did good. But so him, um, another female DJ, now I think went for the record last year or two. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That was, that was usually Lagos, too, yeah. Big Shot Obi. Oh, you Lagos is the. Is the, is is the, the epicenter. Yeah, the epicenter. Yeah, Unfortunately, the guy in Akura, well, his name is still there. However, he, 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 wouldn't, he didn't get the kind of attention yeah. that. By the way, I understand that DJ stays around the area. Uh, yeah, around Bagada. DJ Venom. He's, yeah, he's got a nice joint over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I hear these days. I, I think that should do with the win. Yes. We have satisfied our quota of inclusion. Of course, of course. Till we do this again next week. Let's talk about the golden diglets, shall we? Ah, well, if... Is it a case of promising too much and delivering little or nothing? I don't... You see, look. First and foremost, I think we need to change... We seriously need to change our perspective about 
on the age grade competitions. We need to change that perspective. We need to go away from the fact that, okay, if the Super Eagles cannot win the World Cup, there's the winning. Mm. No, we need to change that perspective. Because, look, it is no, it is no, there's no rule to the fact that Morocco and Senegal are the two teams in the final. Oh, yeah. There's, there's no. And do you know how many times we've hopped on Morocco and Senegal on this, on this podcast? Yeah. And I remember saying when, when and look, if Senegal wins this one, for whatever reason, Senegal holds. Yeah. Do you remember that edition we did months ago when Senegal won the under 20 AFCON? Yes, and we did a special about 10, 15 minutes yeah. on how Senegal got here. Yeah. Not by luck. Not by luck. But by putting in the work. But yes. So if they win, that means Senegal holds under 17. Yeah. Wait, no. Half con. Chan. Beach soccer. Under 20. Under 17. Full cycle. Everything. Yeah. That's full. No, I, no, I no African country would have dominated Africa the way they yeah. win this final. Even if they don't win, it's the, the, the blueprint is clear. It's clear, yeah. It's very clear. And of course, Morocco are also in the equation because Morocco themselves have also done the right thing. And here we are feeling disappointed that we haven't gotten there when teams that's or I countries who've put in the work. That's why I say we need to change our mindset with respect to how we view this competition. Yeah, I mean, do you think that is something that is, this whole attitude, don't you think is all wrapped in the fabric of this country? Yes, where we believe that, see, well, there's fire brigade. It's the spirit of Nigeria. I've Niger. said it before. I've said it before. We are not a great footballing country. We just like to pay service to the fact that we think we are a great footballing country. We are not a great footballing country. We have never dominated Africa. Mm. We have never. Yeah. Call it for We have never dominated Africa. We had a chance. Between 1994 and 1996. Ah, we didn't. We could have dominated yeah, Africa. Yeah, but we didn't. Between 1994 and 2000, rather. We could have dominated Africa also. Won Afcon in '94, uh, Olympics in '96. We yeah. could have won the Nations Cup in '98, but we didn't. If we have gone in '96, yeah. I'm sure we could have won it in '98 in Burkina Faso because then it was Egypt and South Africa. South Africa. Africa. They were hosted in 2000. We could have gone that full circle where we now we truncated it for political reasons. Now we have refused for so many years. Refuse to invest in critical segments of the game. We always believe that, like you said, the Nigerian spirit. Yeah. Our talents with CO2. Please, talent is overrated. Just resting your your entire uh, dependence on talent alone. It's a waste of time. Oh, what you just said reminds me of one of the co-owners of Southampton, Ankerson. Ankerson is all this aspire to Maguire guys. But he believes in law analytics. But he says, see, he believes in talent. And he gave the great example. He says Madonna. There are plenty of people out there who can sing more than Madonna. Oh, yes. There are plenty of people who are more, more beautiful than Madonna. Oh, yes. But, but it's the, the work. work that she has put in yeah. has distinguished her yeah. from the rest. Yes. And same applies here. Yeah. We're not investing in coaching. We're not investing in infrastructure. Yeah. We're not investing in training. We're not investing in scouting. You see, we need to move away from that mindset of, oh, it's two months to the qualifiers. Okay, under 17 players, you now contact all the academic coaches you know. 
Send your players to Abuja. Like 1,000 kids will not show up. You not do screening. You will never pick the best True. out of them. In, because a, a really talented boy can show up for that screening and have a bad day. And that will be the end. Because you're probably only going to give him a showpiece of 15 minutes yeah, to, just... to show what he can. Because you have such a large number of kids to do it. But if you have invested in infrastructure, invested in training, you have scouts all over the country. I mean, I think that's the clear case of this tournament we went to. I mean, yeah. preparatory games, those boys caught for fun. I mean, go to the tournament proper. See, yeah, I mean, I found out, man. first game already. I mean, credit to them, credit to Nduka Ogbade. They gave some flashes. They were glimpses of oh, real yeah, quality. Yeah. But because there is no long-term approach, no. it, you can't sustain it. And we've got in the and remember, for too long. And look, look at the approach from, from the football authorities. Yeah, just pick a World Cup ticket. No. no. That can't be your approach towards development. Your... And that is why we know that with these kids not getting to the World Cup, this team is dead. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it. it's not official yet, but the NFF are saying that Unduka Ogbadi's contract is done uh -huh. and it should go. Because he didn't achieve... And we had this conversation on Thursday. And you know what pissed me off? <laughs> on social media, I'm not going to name names here, I see a couple of journalists saying that the NFF were right. That since he couldn't, you know, achieve his targets, then he should go. And I keep on wondering why we have such approach towards... If it was the national team, fine. But towards developmental programs, no. you can't afford to have approaches to... No. Especially when you have someone... Who is well vested, vested in that in that process? Someone like Unduka Ogbade. You need to give him the tools, give him the necessary support, enhance his ability. Yeah. We, we had a conversation on Thursday where we mentioned Jose Pekaman. Pekaman is an old man who has been well vested he's, in 200 or 20s. He spent <laughs> over a decade with the Argentine authorities. And he produced the nucleus oh, yeah. of what we call the world champions today. Sure. So, unless we, we're not rich, Ali. I was telling someone on Saturday when we resumed at camp that one of the things I'm going to fight Gwade with on now is say, if you insisted on this type of players, you see on this type of players, mm. you see on now, you see on now, World Cup, you don't go. And you know that for us in Nigeria, World Cups, I tell you, World Cups is an opportunity for people to travel. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. To take a star code. So and that's, that, that's it, that's, that's, that's the downside. Now, I, I felt that for the first time in a long while, we seem to have taken a big step towards our under 17 oh, side with the normals. Yeah, I, we, you could see that when we we're watching the yeah. Burkina Faso game, how young those boys were. Yeah. And you had a feeling that if we could just continue on this curve, on this trajectory. That's why I always say that that whole idea of uh, two, two projects that I think are a complete waste of time that we do the under 13s and the under 15. That's MPSL under 15. Yeah. I think it's a complete waste of time. Why? Because if we really invested time and money in that process, we will never have an issue with under 17. Because the conveyor belt will have been set. Yeah. And you have invested time and money in watching all the guys coming through this process, making it into a then What happens? <laughs> Two months to a particular want to have a MPFL and Liga under 15, we start scampering. We know that our MPFL teams don't have under 15 teams. Yeah. We know. Uh, so what happens? It took the, L to the IMC to threaten the clubs mm. that if you don't produce under 17 sites, mm. 
we might even have to dock you points off uh, your clubs in the league. Uh, what they, so they have to, to scamper and go. No, they have to do for academies. Exactly, now. put their jerseys on the boys of the academies. That's how bad it not, is. Are we not deceiving ourselves? I mean, look at look at look at France. Look at England. Okay, okay. France even blazed the trail by having oh, jo- right. the Fontaine, George yeah. Fontaine. England also had George's Park. George's Park. Morocco have the King uh, Mohammed uh, the fifth uh, structure too. We saw that in uh, Zid- Andrea uh, have, uh, Rabat. Andrea have the same. Senegal have done we the same. We need to commit yeah. to structures like this. Well, we said it time and time. We've been to Senegal have theirs too. We've been to how many World Cups in the last how many years? We only missed. This last one was the first World Cup we're missing since 2006, right? Yeah. So all the money we've been getting from that World Cup, we've never, for one day, thought that, look, we need to reinvest this money. From Let's hope that with the new batch of um, the FIFA Ford, it's in the start, it's on the start cycle. Um, we saw the pictures of the one in Kebi. There's one in Delta States. Um, FIFA is, I mean, the good thing is that FIFA is overseeing it. Yeah. If you probably have structures like that all around the country, yeah, but you have to wait for helps. FIFA. You have to wait for FIFA. Yeah. And that's why you need investment. Yeah. But you also have a government. It doesn't have to even be from, government. Have to be from government. You know, you need to provide the enabling environment for yeah. people like you and I True. to make that investment. True. It's a shame. I was, I was really paying that. Uh, well, no. that's how we are now. Yeah. I'm not surprised. But I mean, when I got home and I took a deeper look, I'm like, why am I paying? These boys only started camping just a month or two. <laughs> before... They want to go away. Throughout this conversation, I kept saying, he said, he doesn't understand what Nigerians are expecting from these boys. And so, so, so let's see the four teams who have qualified for the World Cup um, Morocco, Senegal, Burkina, Burkina Faso. Faso. Who's the fourth team? Uh, okay, wherever the fourth team is. You get the feeling that out of these four, two are here because of the work they put oh, in. Yes, Let's no, assume no. that the other two are here by luck. Lock, yeah. See, sometimes when luck doesn't work for you, hard work works for you. Oh, yeah. So if we couldn't take the quota of luck, <laughs> we will have been able to take the quota of hard, hard work. work if but we couldn't do yeah, couldn't meet anything. Yeah. Morocco have put in a lot of work. Yeah. Fuzilekia, as in, when they talk about uh, people like Shevdiko being intelligent, I'm like, these people cannot, this, they have <laughs> they to, they can't even tie the list. Yes, they can't tie the list of like Danny Jordan and, and likes of Lekia. Look at Senegal, look at what they're doing. It's a big shame. And I just hope that common sense prevails and someone like Unduka Ogbade can be given a long run. Make it his project. Make this, him, this, make this, him the face of, of, of under-70 football in Nigeria. For under 17, under 20, like I said, has to change. We have failed to make this work, this work up. Now start the process for the next one. Now. The boys you pick is every two years. Oh, yeah. The boys you are that are your so called future egos under 13, start building those boys. By the time the next work up cycle comes, they are 50. Remember also that these under 17 boys are supposed to, in quotes, graduate down to the under 20. Now, I, I understand that before the next one, the 20 World Cup comes, there are always a lot of tournaments, international tournaments, but to learn. Yeah, because we don't prepare, we don't play. There's the There's one in so Turkey. Much. Put them in. Keep the sponge. Like See, all of these players can't definitely be at the top, but there, there's always a core. Keep a core and ensure that, hey, we have something to fall back. You see, you see the drama is... 
This one at 20 will take into that in Argentina. Honestly, I don't have any hopes. But if we're going to have any real hope on the 20, this is the side. It is this team that we... No, no, definitely. But guess what? We can put, we can, we can start having hope on the next under twenty because it is this under seventeen side. Yeah, but we, we refuse to. But where will they be by the time the next? Hey, boys, go. Have they arrived? Don't even know yet. Uh, boys, that they, they will not pay them there. United States tourists. I'm not sure they pay the under seventeen side. They do now. They always give they them. Probably give them allowances. Then you hear that maybe they give them only twenty twenty thousand to enter what they want. Just, just, just imagine these boys come back and you tell them to come back Put them in close campaign. I mean, let's let them probably camp every three three months. Go home. Um, you, you know, you know the interesting thing. These boys are supposedly supposed to be school, right? Assuming we are the football college of excellence, all they have to do is just go to school go there. To the school. Yeah, and play football. Undukat takes them when they are training. They go back to the teachers. You know, do that eating, for a season. Drinking, reading football. You realize that you have you've you've trained demons yeah. in quotes. You've trained beasts who now have a lot of chemistry, a lot of cohesion. You consider you were missing that in this AFCON now. You know. All right, let's hope for the best. By the way, don't forget, guys, a uh, big shout out to Kobobit, who are powering um, the Wally and Yemi football pod. And remember that um, season is about to wrap up. You can still make plenty of um, money uh, via Kobobit. That's uh, playing fantasy football um, on Kobobit.com. Um, if you use the W F P W Y F P um code. Uh, that's the promo code. You can get up to forty percent um, on, 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 on your on your deposit um, on Cobobit. So check it out real quick. Cobobit.com um, is where to get it ongoing. Just one or two more weeks before the football season comes to a wrap. Now we've got fan mail. Uh, we had one last week. Yeah, we, we have, have another one this week. Let's yeah, we um, this week. let's Why take a look at um, uh, that one. What we have today is from Udo Ubong. Make sure to Udo Ubong. Udo Ubong Hope says, you're great. Hi, Wale and Yemi. This is Ubong, and I'm sending this from Manchester, UK. First of all, don't go down. First of all, don't download. <laughs> <laughs> Say, don't go download. So glad you guys decided to start the podcast and I can say I haven't missed an episode so far. The podcast just brings so much memories of listening to Wale every morning on Top Radio, 6 a.m. to 6.30, then then with Ogaji by 11 a.m. And then later in the evening by 6 p.m., Omar Adigun... Ah, you know, boy, you know, boy, you know, boy. Omar Adigun was really the Adigun of this great, of this sports radio talk, no cap. Or how do I forget... Yemi joining the goats of sports journalism, the Jomotobu, God rest his soul, on Sports Express. This was my routine from university to the early part of my work life in Nigeria till I couldn't access radio anymore and now stuck to following your Twitter handles for updates on your two cents. When I saw the announcement of the podcast, to say I was glad is an understatement. As I was, I was filled with joy, and finally I got to listen to my favorite talk, my favorite talk about sports. And now I look forward to the release of the podcast every Tuesday. This was just to say hello and tell you guys that your podcast is global, and please don't stop. One quick question: I would, I would love you guys to drop your, your pick on the four teams to get relegated. Well, it should be three teams actually. 
from the EPL this season. You already know Northern Forest are gone already. Well, Northern Forest are not gone. You sent that one too early, right? Yeah, <laughs> Southampton are the ones that are gone already. So let's say the remaining two teams. Lastly, please, if you can, bring in some of the other guys to join in once in a while would be good. Yomi uh, Obiola Kazim. Uh, and for someone who resides in Manchester, Manchester is blue. <laughs> and that's for Yemi, for all your Arsenal banter. See you soon on the next episode, guys. Warm regards, Ubong. Thank you very much, Ubong. Big for shout that. out, Ubong. Um, Yomi's on the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, we'll, we'll but we will it. try to yeah, get your yeah. But thank you very much. Hopefully, at the start of the news. By the way, please keep sharing um, the podcast to your friends in the UK, yes. in Manchester. Preach the gospel um, of um, the Wally and Yemi football pod, and really, really appreciate you sending that one in. We'll get to the three, <laughs> the two more spots two available. Sports. Yeah, sports. Southampton took one. It was always coming. Yeah, we'll talk Southampton too later on. Uh, but, oh, why don't you just take it from there? I mean, we'll talk about yeah. Arsenal, you know, but um, we'll keep uh, the best for last. If, if Arsenal... <laughs> so Southampton had gone ends their 11 years stay in the Premier League. Yeah. But it was fun while it lasted, right? It was, it was. And, you know, they've had a great production line of players who've come through. Uh, they've had some really good times. They've had some really terrible times. From the Can we of... take a roll call of some of the stellar names that have come out from that system oh, in Southampton? Yes. Yeah. Walcott, yeah. Uh, Adam Lalana. Yeah. Scam defender Virgil Van Dyke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said this is wrong. Said you money. Said Yeah. Said you money. Said you Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was thinking, oh man. Although I, I'm not sure that counts. But James Beatty. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't yeah, count. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's too much. Doesn't really count. Yeah. So it wasn't part of this 11 year yeah, Premier League run. First run, yeah, it was the first run. Um, and they've had some interesting managers also come through. Oh, yeah, from Nigel Atkins to Marquise, to Marquise, yeah, and then to Ronakuman, Ronakuman, who came through, Cloud Pill. Oh, that was the beginning of the rot. <laughs> Cloud Pill was the beginning of the rot, yeah, Cloud Pill, Rafa's time. No, also not so. Next time, bro. This time is the is the, the German guy. Yeah, the German, uh, the German journalist. journalist. Yeah. Nathan uh, Jones, who? Oh man, for me, my guy, <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> Said little of all the best sites in Europe. But interesting, Luton are trying to get this primarily. So does that make them one of the best sites in Europe? <laughs> By the way, if Luton get medals for winning, if they win. The, he gets a medal. Yeah, of course, he gets a medal. He set them on the, on the path. Yeah, and like was it was it two two episodes ago we we're talking about young young English managers coming up. Oh yeah, and one is the current Luton manager, Rob Edwards. Oh yeah, yeah. Rob Edwards. Yeah. So, so for Southampton, hey, I always say this: when you're on the up, know how to manage coming up, and you know be careful. What your expectations are, not to get carried away, and I think that's what happened with Southampton. Uh, they sold some of their best players, made a huge load of money. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't about selling. It wasn't. No, it wasn't, know, it wasn't about yeah. that. They made a huge load of money, but then, like you said, the rot in terms of the managers that they were having coming through. 
some of the financial transactions that they made in terms oh, yeah. of signings that they made. Yeah, recruitment was poor. You know, and I mean, check out their recruitment this last uh, last two windows. Yeah. Only okay. Let, 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 let me see if I can. I, I have um, an idea. The two guys from from City, Edozier, ten million. Larios, yeah. about six million. No, Lavia. Um, Lavia. No, not not Lavia. Larios, it's not Lavia. Lavia. I'm not sure Lavia came. Lavia oh, Romeo Lavia, right? Yeah, Lavia. Okay, okay. That's six million. Bazuno. Gavin Bazuno also yeah. came in. Paul Onwachu came in. Yeah. For big money. Joe Aribo. Aribo came in the season yeah, before. Season. Yeah. I think six million. Yeah. Kameldin Suleimana. Oh, yeah, Alcaraz. But Alcaraz wasn't big money, right? Yeah. I'm not really big money, guys. Um, I just mentioned one again. Kameldin Suleimana. That's about 18 million. Um, there's this guy who. Mislav Osic. Hmm. After a good, so called good World, World Cup. Cup. You know, yeah. all didn't seven. Get much playing time since although he didn't get playing time. He didn't, didn't get playing time. So. Um, I think a lot of what was wrong with Southampton is because of the fact that they changed managers. And once the new guys came on, they just. Exactly. The previous guys. They, have, they have three managers this season. Yeah. Um, I think in the midst, they also had new owners. The anchor singer I, I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. part of the OCO owners, I think they have three guys who run the club, Sports Republic. Bought of about 100 million, then invest about 63 million. But basically, their investment has been zero because yeah. nothing has really worked out. And in the, midst of, in the midst of all of this, their best player still remains the player who came True from Durant. the system, yeah. James Ward Prowse. Prowse. The danger we bring down to the championship is you need to quickly snap out of it. Yeah, you need to get back quickly. If you're not careful, you find yourself in Ligue Yeah, but, but I, was, I was also reading more about the Southampton situation and the guys running the club also realize that the cost of staying up is almost the cost of going down. You know why? Because if you stay up, you also have to spend massively. You don't, you see. Okay, yes, you have to spend massively. You have to spend. But that is, that is, um, that is helped by the parachute payment they get for yeah. three But if you, if you go down, all you have to do is probably place more emphasis on youth, try to get young players. True. Look at what Burnley have done. Yeah. Burnley's cornerstone of getting back to the, to the Premier League has been centered around bringing with a company who has brought a lot of young, young players. players. They are one of the youngest squads in the championship. From different parts. From so, Belgium, so, from within the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. But it's still a bad look on Southampton terrible. that they've gotten relegated. Terrible. It's really, really terrible. And to think that their fellow South Coast team, Bournemouth, got out of that rut and also, they also fired their manager Oh At yeah, the <laughs> that was the Liverpool game. The Scott Parker. The guy was fired twice this season. Oh, he's lost his job in Belgium. So, it's important that Southampton snap out of this very, very quickly. I hope they can come back, but you know, no, no, that championship. Ah. By the way, big update. Every player at Southampton gets a 40% slash in their salaries. So it's a, so it's, it's a relegation a, clause. Yeah, relegation of course. Clause Everybody has a relegation clause. But the good thing here is that it helps them in one way. All these, they are big players who are earning big money. They'll probably leave because nobody yeah, wants a 40% slash. Yeah. So it helps these new owners have a clean slate, bring in young players yeah, but, who but know. The, but, but the question will now be what, what direction are they going to take from a managerial perspective? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's are they going to keep, keep sales? Guy, is it sellers or sales? Whichever one. <laughs> Very disappointing. And I'm, I'm only saying this because I felt that you could have gotten a lot more from Onwachu. You know? Yemi, Yemi. The truth matter is, 
on what reason should enter the Premier League? Well, with the kind of weapon what we weapon? have in James Ward Prowse. Yeah. If the So play... Swain crosses and inshallah. Not, no, it doesn't have to be crossed and inshallah, but the the few times it's coming and James had fed in. You hear me? They were close. What what is the what is the biggest selling point of the Premier League? It is its intensity, right? Yeah. Onwachu doesn't look like someone who's, who can go to get down and Yeah, it. it's easy. We've seen it every time it's come on. He doesn't have, he's not Premier League ready. And it showed. And that's why I was surprised that Osage didn't get a lot of chances to, to show what he could That's do. part of it. Changing from one manager to the other, once another new guy came in, he jettisons the people that I, had, that I had before, brings in his own people. I think that also, I mean, Aribo was a victim of that. Oh, yeah, Aribo was a victim of that. He was a, vic- he was a victim of that. Um, but, like we said, hope Southampton get out of this funk and get out of it quickly. I mean, the good thing is that, see, the joint about championships is that when you go to the championship, most times, I've realised that you rely on your recruitment has to be bringing players who know the championship. Who knows yes, now? Who knows the championship? To help you get to the Premier League. You know, Jet is in there. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nottingham Forest. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, of course, they did that expertly. They did that expertly. It's a it's a it's a very it's a very funny cycle. Yeah, it's a very yeah. Funny cycle. And I, I mean, that's what the pyramid is all about. Now. That's what the English <laughs> football pyramid. I speak of the pyramid. A couple of playoffs over the weekend. Um, I think um, Sunderland played um, yeah, Luton. Luton. By the way, Sunderland have got this former West Brom guy as manager Tony Mowbray. Yeah. And he rescued their season. He did. Yeah. He did. Rescued yeah, them. He did. He did. With a very young team as well. They have the youngest side yeah. in the championship. With a very young team. The second youngest yeah. to Burnley. With a very young, with a very young team. But overall, um, sad that Southampton are going down. Uh, now the two likely guys are looking to follow them are Leeds and Leicester. Now, Leeds in the sense that I don't like the fixtures Leeds has. They, they, but at least they, they did themselves some good by not league. losing to Newcastle. Okay, but they're still in this equation zone. See, see, at this point, you can t- take a point. So they have West Ham and Spurs. West Ham's winnable. Yeah, winnable. Very yeah. winnable. Uh, Leicester have to do the business tonight. Spurs so is winnable too. Spurs is winnable, of course. Of course. Especially with the fact that Spurs are now more or less on holiday. Anybody can beat Spurs. No, they're even at the point where they can look good. They're like all on holiday now. Oh, yeah. There's really nothing to fight for at the, at the moment. So uh, that's winnable. And I, I do think something just tells me Samaladishi will find a way to get them to stay in the Premier League. Now, who will go down with them? Yeah. I, I, I worry more and more about Leicester. I think Leicester goes down with them. I think so. Leicester have got up to do tonight against Liverpool. Yeah. Although they've won their last two home games against Liverpool. But it's a different Liverpool side this time around. It's Liverpool on the hop. It's a but, hungry Liverpool side. Yeah, yeah. Chasing United, although you get a feeling that maybe that United win might have demoralised them yeah, a bit. Just like it did Arsenal on Sunday against, you know, against Brighton, Brighton. when City played before them. But, if Leicester lose to Liverpool, I think they're gone. I think so too. I think they're gone. Um, I want Everton to stay up. I've, they've shown some fight of recent. Yeah. Did so you see what Shandaj did on Sunday? <laughs> see, first half, 2-0, Ravi. And second half, they start. Remove Cavard Lewin. 56 minutes. Remove uh, Idris Agay. Yeah. See, we can't win this game. <laughs> Let's Come retreat. On, Come Let's on, retreat. Come on, Let's retreat. <laughs> we have two game, two winnable games still coming up. But Everton have got who and who? Ah, Wrap of the season. I've even no, no, no. I think they have a decent run of of games. Everton have Wolves. Okay. And then they have Bournemouth. So interesting. Wolves are on the beach already. Two teams that are on, on the beach. On the beach, yeah. 
Um, Nottingham Forest also did themselves a lot of good. Good with that draw at, uh, at uh, Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Uh, for their own running. They've got Arsenal. Oh, yeah. They have Arsenal at home. If Arsenal have any sort of faith in trying to win any unlikely title. <laughs> this is the Danish away. <laughs> and they have Palace away. Palace are also on the beach right now. They are 12. Palace are still looking good. The beach is, I don't know what oh, yeah. it is that Roy Hudson has done to this team. You saw the Iberians go, right? Oh, God, that was the best goal in England this weekend. Yeah, fine player. But remember that also he's been aided by the support cast. He's been aided by the... Yeah, the guys around him. Yeah. I mean, look at the pass from Iberia, uh, Olise. See the floating Those pass. Two guys is going to play for Super yeah, Super. fine player. By the way, say actually wants to play for France. He qualifies to play for England, Algeria. But I think he's France, been, I think he's been invited for the France under twenty one. Yeah, that one is not important. Yeah, yeah. is not important. You can still change your mind later. Well, this is your new NFL player doesn't look like somebody who has the conviction, the, the power. Kaunas. Yeah, the Kauna. He's <laughs> <laughs> not. He so, does not have so, future quality. So, so I think that Nigerians going forward, this next couple of years under this new. And we are even talking. What's his name, Sef? Brian Busong. He doesn't have the the gravitas. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have the panache. <laughs> he doesn't have the appeal. He doesn't have the team man caliber <laughs> <laughs> to be able to appeal to those players no. born abroad to come play for Nigeria. I give it to Amaju Pini. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, one ten picture like this. But I mean, the good thing is also is that Gusau is a good highlight of Amaju. You know, so I'm can still I don't understand that arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good goal. I mean, oh, yeah. But, 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 but Crystal Palace seem to be enjoying. And Zaha also has joined on the act. Yeah. Played the part in the first goal they scored. They, 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 they seem to be like unhinged, you know. They play with a different kind of freedom. Should they try to keep him, Zaha? His contract is up at the end of the season. <laughs> I think they, they don't want to keep him. Because I think there's too much stuff going on around him. He's always wanted to leave. He's, but you know, for me, if I were him, I don't just my so-called hero status at Palace. I don't think any of the big six. I think I'm not to Spurs. I doubt it. I doubt it because you know, you know, one thing that happens is he's had a one field attempt at the big, at the big. Club, United. Well, you get feel that it wasn't at maturity stage then. Yeah, but at the same time, he got, he went there, and he never got to play, right? For whatever reason, the most be the one to. Tell us more about that one. Now, would any other top six team be willing to take that risk on him? I'm not sure. Mm. But but you, we also know that the composition of the top six changed this has changed. Oh this yeah, season. yeah. So it's not your usual top six. So would anybody be willing to take? You mentioned sports. I'm looking at sports front line at the moment. The Sun, the Skin, the Skruseski, who are here, might go back to Juventus because they seem they. It seems unlikely that they will make the two-year loan permanent. Mm. So that's interesting. There's still Van Peris. Richarlison who cannot score for his life. Richarlison, because Mora will leave at the end of the season. See, whoever's going to be surprised this next manager has got. A ton of work to do. Yeah. Ah. It's a squad that lacks a clear sense of direction. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And that's why I can understand why Spurs said, hey, we don't want Nigel Nagos, man. This job is more than Nagos, man. No, he needs a job. With personality. Yeah. personality. Sports need what I call a culture reset. Yeah, reset. And Nagosma was just 38. Cannot cannot provide that. that yeah. So I can understand why they jettisoned the old Nagosman. Yeah. They need someone who can bring they need yeah. someone who 
the last time they had something like that was Pochettino, right? Yeah. You yeah. know when Pochettino came to Spurs, you know what he did? All these them Adebayo, Aaron Lennon. Uh, who else again? Eunice Kabul, the captain. He first called her captain man for hand. <laughs> when the season ended, I think he joined them half season. When yeah. the season ended, the next then they came for training for preseason. All of them no give their number. Just go and train with the <laughs> under Yeah, that's what he did. They started with a fresh core led by Kane, their new their standing coach now, um Ryan, Ryan Mason. Ryan Mason, Nabil Bentaleb. You know, they started pulling towards the same direction. Young core. And that's what sports right now. That is what they need. There are a lot of distractions yeah. in that sports. Yeah, too many. Squad well, just, I, I, all the managers have been made. Who's going to coach sports? You know, from a cultural reset point of view. Ah. So that means they also need someone who is, who I is experienced. I have two suspicions. Yeah. Well, my first suspicion is Luis Enrique, but mm. there are question marks on that. Then I have my other suspicion is the Franco coach. Oh, Oliver Glasner? Yeah. Glasner and Nagusman are in the same WhatsApp group. Yeah, but but they will tell you that, you know, he's 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 done handled more difficult jobs. Yeah. How? Bayern going to Bayern for Nagusman was like, you know what they say it was like well little. <laughs> you know I mean? But Bayern was always gonna be a difficult job and it was a yeah. difficult job for him. But it was a well-laid plan that the people who who want to knock Negusman will tell you that even if Bayern, which I think is rubbish though, even if Bayern doesn't have a proper manager, they will still win the league, right? I'm thinking that those might be the two angles going to go because Frankfurt, look at where he's taking Frankfurt from, got him to final uh, to 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 win a uh, what's it called the Europa League, Europa League from nowhere. Not considered one of the big teams in that competition at the time. They could sports are very funny. Uh, they are funny, but if they if they've assumed, because the word from the club is that we need someone who can reset the club. They need someone. And Glasser is not your man. Yeah. Personality. It's not your man. I agree with Luis Enrique. Yeah. That looks like a that's more like grounded job. Yeah, somebody that can break bottles. Yes, exactly. Someone, someone that is not smiling. Yeah. You know what Pochettino always says? Pochettino says that when you sign as a player. You don't sign to play for the club. You sign to train. <laughs> you know? Because it's up to the manager to pick you. You you sign to train. <laughs> because you don't sign to play. You because there is the coach. Yeah, that will you now decide pick if you want to play. Yes. If you are going to play. Yeah. So you don't come there with that that I must that I will play. No, yeah. You come to train. Alright, um by, by the way, before I miss this one, Notts County were one of the big highlights of the weekend. Yeah. That's the oldest football club in the world, by the way. Yeah. Um, John Bostock missed uh, the penalty. Yeah. Trying to do a paneka. Then, I mean, they, they went into extra time. But they, 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 they've gained promotion. But the good thing, the, the, the big talking point was seeing the owners at Wrexham also congratulate them. them. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, you know, they gave themselves a good run. Baba, North County had 107 points <laughs> and ended second. <laughs> So imagine how many games they have to play in yeah, in the National that, League. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's really crazy. But I mean, that, that got a lot of attention in, in England. I oh, saw yeah. BT Sports, BBC, yeah. all, all... No, all, those all. guys, uh, Ryan Reynolds and, you know, and the Wrexham crew have really put you yeah. know, a lot of eyes yeah, on. Yeah. A lot of people are going to be watching League 2 next true, season as well. True. By the way, the Football League itself has sponsors. Oh, yes. They just signed... The EFL just signed another one about one billion 
pounds deal, TD deal. Which and the good thing is that the, 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 the emergence of the Wrexham guys brings more eyeballs. Oh, yeah, like, like more said. eyeballs. I Very remember that the, the, the UK is always is also going towards the Americanization of, yeah. <laughs> of its products. Yes. And that's what we'll see tonight again too. Okay, by the way, in case you don't know, if you are a fan of um, Monday Night Football on Sky, you know what they're doing today? For the first time, you'll be having referees on the panel on Monday Night Football. Mm -hmm. And what they'll be doing, the referee definitely is the chief Howard uh, Webb. Uh, Howard uh, Webb. Howard Webb. Okay. He's the chief of the PGM well. Now, what Howard Webb will be doing on Monday Night Football now is analyzing the controversial moments of this season in the Premier League. But crucially, he will be analyzing the, the conversations the referees have had that has made mm. them take such decisions. Mm. Mm. We're getting, like I said, you, yeah. like you said, we're getting closer and closer. The so if it works out, they're saying if it works out, you'll probably have it. It mm. become constant next season. I've already tested uh, reference explaining. Oh yeah. The reasons for certain decisions. Mm. So just like in the NBA, when a call comes up and is challenged, or they go and review it, upon review they will tell you why, you know, we are taking this, this decision. decision. Yeah. Mm. So that's what our we were doing on Monday Night Football um, tonight. And we understand basically it's just to see. They say the referees have uh, they have cards, they have flags, but they don't have a voice. Then, so this is an this attempt is to give them, them a voice, you know. So I like I like that. I think a couple of weeks ago, what game was that? I think it was the game. The game involved Brighton. Kaisido Moses Kaisido was having a cam. Yeah, the camera to show the dress. Yeah. Yeah, but I think there was no voice in it, but it was just no. a cam. And uh, we know a couple of clubs already have this, what they call tunnel club. So when players are coming through the tunnel, the fans can pay to watch them from Come the glass. Yeah. Okay. So I think Brighton I think, also... I think City has City that, have. Yeah. Then one more club has, but Brighton also are joining up. When I heard how much they'll be charging, Brighton are charging £8,200 for you to have access to that. They now pay what they call membership fee of £2,000. That's about £10,000 plus. But guess what? That's part of the match they experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's them monetizing it. You know, that's added dollars. revenue. Wow. That's added revenue. That's added revenue. I think in France they also had uh, an instance where the referee kept talking about the decision he was making. Mm. The, 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 it took the conversation the referee was having with the players as well. So well, I like I like, I like the idea of that so. because see, sometimes I think we fans, managers, players go overboard. I mean, you could hear what Klopp was saying about the other referee. Now he's got agenda against him. He apologized, but the damage had already been done. Yeah. yeah. There's no damage to the reputation of the referee. Some other association something now that you know, they were saying, so the yeah, leads were wasting time. So it doesn't talk waste time. Uh, doesn't exactly. Time. Exactly. Let's talk about Arsenal, shall we? Let's do it. I'm, I'm increasingly getting right every week. Yeah. I'm getting right every week. Oh, every yeah, week. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, why did Arsenal play as if. They played in the Europa League on Thursday. <laughs> you know, the way you quickly, I, I, I should learn this your work. The way you quickly come and tweet when United lose to say, we are gunning for the title. Hey. Lost. We should, Nobody should, does it better than me. Uh, as I just <laughs> said, that we got out of Europe to focus on the legacy. Arsenal looked leggy. And it was, from a neutral point of view, Brighton did to Arsenal what Arsenal used to do to other teams. Yeah. But interestingly as well, 
the first half, Arsenal had opportunities to take out that game. Because they were, Bright, no. They were not clear-cut opportunities. No. Well, I'll tell you why. Why, why is this with Bright? There was a lot of turnovers. Bright made a lot of mistakes on the ball. Yeah. They played, the they played Russian Roulet a lot. Yeah. Losing possession a lot of times. But Arsenal didn't turn into goal-scoring chances. Yeah. They never took heed of those opportunities. Yeah. Till those guys finally settled in. And is it not interesting that Moise Sassino is playing at right back? Oh, yeah. He's been playing there for the last yeah. couple of weeks. But you get a feeling that... I, I'm not sure a lot of people also, you know... So oh, that is this new idea now? No. He's set up as if he's playing a rapper, but, but yeah, yeah. But uh, where I was going to was it was a game that told Ateta that he should have gone all in for Moses Kaisido. Last week on the pod, we talked about how Arsenal were lacking the physical presence in the mm-hmm. middle of the park. Did you see how many times Kaisido put his body on the line? Oh, yes, against, against Arsenal, yeah. What would, you know what Arsenal would have done to have such a player? It probably could have been a key note in their season. And once again, if you, they still want to go for Caicedo at the end of the season, because everybody was saying at the, end of, at the end of the game that it feels as if that, that uh, McAllister and probably go, Arsenal have to go all in for him. Or whoever gets him has gotten a fantastic player. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, he's shown how much he's developed, how much he has grown. Um... He's also added a, a, some, somewhat uh, discipline to his game. Mm. Yeah, at, at first instance, he's very, very successful to, successful to yellow cards. Oh, to yeah. True. Caution. But, and, and this is me, yellow card betting guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's always, always number one on my list. But the guy seems to have cleaned up his act. He's doing well. He's good on the he ball. He still hasn't cleaned up. He's just gotten smarter. Hey, it's part of it. Oh, he's, okay. he's I agree. Process, I agree. Work, man. You know? So that in itself, you know, just makes you look at, at, at him and Bright. And, uh, this team is developing nicely. But I always say things like Bright understand where you are, manage your expectation. Not that you're going to finish six this season. The next season, that's you're going to be a champion. There's no crime in him in big. There's nothing wrong in him in big. But you and I know there are many clubs. Who have tried that? Yeah, I mean, the the only the only way the only way they could try to aim for that is in the kind of recruitment they may want to undertake in the in the summer. Yeah. But we've also started seeing signs of humility in them. Yeah, James yeah, Milner yeah. shows that they also want to add some experience. Experience, consolidate. You have not seen them because I was even about when I was watching Brighton. I was saying I was just asking me that do Brighton take a a punt here and say. hey, We've done it this season, sixth. Remember, if Brighton win all of their games, they'll make Champions League. Yeah, that's depending on the results. Yeah. Now, I don't think like maybe this season. Let's go a bit big. Let's 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 gamble. Let's go a bit big. Bring in a bit of big big players and see what we can achieve. Yeah, but and if it doesn't work, we'll go back again, fall back to our plan. It can happen. Well, it can happen. They can do that, but know that if it doesn't work. How quickly you tend to snap out? Yeah, of yeah, yeah. That's especially sense. because you have, you've committed. I mean, yeah. you probably give players four-year contracts. Just quickly yeah. stand and, yeah. and reposition and say, okay, you know what? Let's go back. Let's take our steps that we're taking. Nobody is uh, going to. Let's not derail. Yeah. At all. Many teams have done that in the past and they didn't check themselves immediately, and then they they, they face the rot. So it's critical. Not that they have it. Good conveyor belt of players who are waiting 
in the wings to come through. And I see so guys good though. That boy is. And that boy was signing so I didn't play on team. There was one point in that game against Arsenal. Zebi was having a conversation with him and telling him what kind of runs he wants him to make. He was animating it. Mm. And immediately he ordered uh, still the goalkeeper, give him the ball. I want him to do. And he gave him the ball and he did that that same well, shout out to that goalkeeper though, because Oh yeah, know, so where's this guy been? And what happened to Sanchez? Sanchez on the bench. <laughs> so I learned that it drops Sanchez was an FPL uh, ah, legend. See, yeah, you know I'm not one of the big I'm not the a, oh, I'm you, not big on you are converting you are big. No, no, you're not converting <laughs> me. I'm not big on passing out on the back. But what I enjoyed from that guy was his overall confidence. Oh yeah, he was confident. He was very yeah. confident. And note he had made a mistake in the game against Everton, trying to pass out on the back, which is even what did last night for the was it the third goal the third or the second goal. goal. Yeah. So he was so comfortable. He know he had more passes than some outfield players. Because that was how good still he was. still still was on steroids against Arsenal. His composure, the quality of his passing, yeah, quality of his passing. the range of his passing was he mixed it up yeah. and he got almost everything right. And you got to feel that this is Arsenal playing. This is Arsenal in disguise. But I worry for Brighton also in the sense that I was watching Shondash post game against um, City and they were asking him that what's the difference between Brighton? By the way, look at the mathematics. <laughs> Brighton lost 5 1 to Everton. Brighton beat Arsenal to one. That's him side. Uh, Everton will beat Brighton 5 1. Can't chop 3 0. But the constant here is Man City, right? Uh-huh. So they asked Shondash that what's the difference between preparing for Brighton and performance and performance? And he said, Brighton have only one way of playing. But City have yeah. different ways of hurting you. Have you noticed that this season? City are doing something that they normally don't do. Oh, yeah. Which is going direct. Oh, yeah, of course. They're doing that a, a lot. lot. A lot. But I was going back to Brighton and saying that, see, you know what the, how the Premier League works? Everybody has looked at you. Next season, they'll be ready for you. Oh, yes. Don't you think that might hurt Brighton? And they have to start finding variations to their play, especially if they'll also be involved in Europe. Yes, and that's, that's the poison chalice. You see, managing the expectation of being involved in Europe Playing every four days is a big, big. I think maybe that's why that's why they can't, they're making the kind of investments they're making at this point. They're going to bolster the squad because, like it or not, this squad is going to be stretched when it comes to next season. They have to invest in it. All those boys that they have keeping down on that, those guys have to be given exposure mm. one way or the other. It's just a matter of time before they they are eventually found. But I do think that. They've also shown us somewhat with their ability to change. Okay, we we got Ferguson. Evan Ferguson just come through after the, work, the turn of the mm. year. Now we have Undav who was signed from Belgium, by the way. Or stop scoring Belgium. Stop, he, he just we're just seeing him yeah. now. So they're showing us already that look. There's Buono Note who came we on. Have, yeah, we have some semblance of a squad. We know we're going to lose a few guys, you know, in the summer. Or we're ready to deploy it. So it's important to see by how much they're going to extend the project. Now let's talk about one of the key moments of the Brighton Arsenal game. And it involves your Kivio. <laughs> I, I just knew ah, I was going to make the rest of this. I just knew it. <laughs> Kivio. But it was quite disappointing. What was Kivio thinking? thinking? 
was expecting to hear the, the whistle. And you forgot it as a defender. So, you played to the whistle. So, so, so I, it was nice to hear from Gary Neville, who was on commentary, but came down from the gantry to join the guys. Mm. Guess who the guys were? Patrick Vieira mm. and Roy Keane. And surprisingly, Roy Keane was like, Kivion should go. If it's an injury, then he has to go down and he thinks it's a foul. I think Sean Wright Phillips also was in it mm. and he was saying it's a foul. But Gary and Patrick are saying, even if it is a foul, you are yeah, defending yeah, the you Premier League. Your, yes, now. You at least let it's the ball go out yeah, of play. Yeah. I didn't buy the old one record saying that he was blaming Tierney. I think he said his header wasn't strong enough to ward off the attack. But Kivio has to be better than that. I it, agree. The ball has to be out before you can attend. You are a strong defender. You're from Italy. <laughs> Guess what? Oh, after the goal, he was running after Mitoma. So if that injury was serious, he should be running. <laughs> no, that was that was something. He was to boys, but the the referee and the real assistant referee, I know. Uh, no, that was that was absolute nonsense from from Kivi. Yeah, I, I agree. Nonsense. I agree. Should be better than now, and that was a critical point of the game. Yeah, that was the first goal until Arsenal lost their heads and considered three. To my delight. Yeah, those last. <laughs> your betting's the delight, though. Are you bullish to Ali? Oh God. Yeah, I, I think I think Kivi has to be better. But summing up Arsenal's season, you call it disappointing. It's been a great season, Ali. Yeah, I think season. it's been an excellent season. It's been an excellent season. Uh, I saw a season. You asked. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Somebody sent me a screenshot, and I was having second thoughts about calling it an excellent season. Mm. It's a screenshot of where Arsenal were eight points out of City. City having a game in hand. Yeah. But we always knew that was, so that eight points was a mirage. We everybody knew that. Because in, in outside outside the game in hand City had. You see how the game against City to play. So off the top of your head, you are like saying, okay, that's City are getting six points already. Mm. Right? On the eight points that you have against them. That's six points. Take out the six points, it's only two points. So the two points was not asking to draw. Imagine for errors. Those two points are magic for errors that you cannot afford to have. So that eight points, everybody knew that was a mirage. Right? But what I like to is an excellent season. Why do I say it's an excellent season? Look at where Arsenal are coming from. Under Ateta. At the start of the season, when you were asked, who will win the league? At least maybe nine out of ten people that said Manchester City. Oh yeah. The odd ones will say Liverpool, Chelsea was mentioned somewhere along yeah, the line. There. And what did we see? Who we see Chelsea in eleventh or twelfth? And we see Liverpool probably on nine fifth. Even City, only... City didn't catch fire until like January. Yeah, and and that 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 Liverpool being in fifth is as a result of six straight wins that oh, yeah, just come yeah. up in the last few weeks. City themselves have had a torrid season, torrid in the sense that they've had issues with certain players. Yeah. They also they had certain issues with Haaland yeah, too. They had to mend certain relationships, and I'm talking to Brenner and Pep now. Mm. Donald of Jean Cancelo. Cancelo left. You know, there were issues surrounding whether Bernardo Silva will stay or go. They've had issues with Phil Foden. Is, is he in? Is he injured? Jack Rillis, Renaissance. Yeah. So they had a team that. We could call a team that kicked into get in progress. 
It was a work in progress team, week in, week out, as the season. Defensively as well, you have people like Laporte struggling to get into the team. Ruben Diaz at some point couldn't get in. Yeah. It was uh, Manuela Konji and Mitinaki at a point. At some point, Kai Walker couldn't get in anymore. So you could see it was a team that just progressed along. And when that speaky bomb time came, yeah. boom. They've done 14 back consecutive so wins. So. So you you have to give Arsenal and in that in that period of fourteen because Arsenal dropped Arsenal did only two wins in seven games. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You can't have City out of your heels and you're doing two wins, two in, wins seven. in seven. No. <laughs> That's a disaster. Yes, a full recipe for disaster. That's why you look at your your rear mirror like this. And it is not. Yeah, you see the thing is far, but it's ah. very close. <laughs> <laughs> so I I agree. Arsenal had an excellent season. Um, they will be disappointed, feeling that yeah, hey, this was a golden chance to have won the league. To be yeah. Disappointed, yeah. And of course, a lot of the British media wanted Arsenal to win because they, 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 if there's one thing the British or the English try to hold very dear, it's to avoid that league being called a farmers' league. Yeah. Or being called a Bundesliga where Bayern are going for ten straight. And, and our city have done how many straight now? And they are doing this is five fifth in seven years. Uh, it's not Everybody just farmers now. PSG have done right next week, they'll do 11 consecutive. Mm-hmm. Next week to Bayern. Hopefully, Bayern are going for 11. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what is that? Juve were on the way to do, was it ah, nine straight? Yeah, nah. it. So, it's not a farmer's league yet. <laughs> He's on his way. But that, but that was what <laughs> most people that tilted towards Arsenal were because they were, ah, come on, are you guys going to win five? People say five out of six, but Salas, if you add the first season, yeah, five yeah. out of seven, we are. Ah, and Pep is now going to win three in a row. And that three in a row is exalted company. You know, so... Uh, so, 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 so we, know, we knew Arsenal got it wrong in those two games, West Ham, Southampton. Like. Yeah, and Liverpool. No, no, no. See, anybody, see, Anfield is a tough place to go no, to. Wally, I always say you got it wrong against Liverpool. Why? You were leading to them. Yeah. You, they refused to stick yeah, yeah, to yeah, their yeah, I could. You know the reason why I would not talk about Liverpool? Liverpool are monsters when it comes to the big games. It's a difficult place to go to. Even the champions went there and they suffered. So if I should go there and suffer, fine. But the West Ham game hurt yeah, them. And, then, and I think Southampton was against Southampton. Yeah, 3-3. Three, three. West Ham... And Elian, this is Oh, yeah, of course now. Yeah. West Ham, 2-1 up. Penalty, Saka missed. missed it. And um, it was Jarbo and Awu equalises. I think those two games. But let's look at the wider picture here. And talk about Arsenal's lack of quality in depth. Yeah. Because, like I said at the beginning of this conversation with Arsenal, they looked leggy. They looked tired. They yeah. looked jaded. Yeah. Players like Bukayo Saka has played almost every game this yeah. season. Yeah. You had, and, and you realise that, if not that Arsenal didn't have depth, but you look at what City have. When City want to alter their plans for opponents, you know, mm-hmm. and their quality. Yeah. Ulan Alvarez is quality. You see, everybody's quality all around. You can't say same for Arsenal. For Arsenal. Yeah. And I also think that um, what happened in the last few weeks also exposed that Atatai is a rookie manager. Like it or not. Why? Because I do not think that he managed the squad to the best of the ability of the squad. We discussed it on this pod that Bukhara Saka has fallen off in the last few weeks. Yeah. It was probably time to take him out from the firing line and put somebody else in. Yeah. Look at what Pep is doing now. Keeps the brother on the bench, Gunnar on the bench. 
Look at there me. was one time the brother was just starting for out. Yeah, uh, for, we are talking about weeks. it that Brenner is not even number one on the on the team sheet again. Yeah, and so, they were winning games and then. They were winning games. So those are, those are some. Well, I think that comes as you get used to. Oh yeah, yeah. To the position you are in, getting used to your players, to your teams. I thought that look. Yes, there was so much of a clamor. Jesus is back. Jesus is back. That you jettisoned the progress in Kitty had made at some point. There were certain games where you could have signed in Ketia. Ketia, Jesus. Just the same way Pep will keep the Brenner or Foden wait. When the game seems to be getting too tight, he throws them on. And they just go there and do the business. Boom, game over. I think his lack of proper management of the team and in-game management was a bit exposed this season. Now, Whilst a lot of Arsenal fans were so happy about Arsenal getting out of European competition, I think that that the period Arsenal also got out of Europe was a bit of a problem because it seemed at that time, at that point, that period, extended rest period that they were getting, mm. brought about maybe some form of laxity. Yeah. But you know when you're getting games every four days. So you're games, sharp. You're yeah. Sharp. Yeah. I think that, and it, it, it's not hard to look at how it coincided with Arsenal's deep drop form. form. Yeah. So. Although another factor that coincided with their deep in form was the injury to Saliba. But yes. I still tell a lot of Arsenal fans who don't agree with me that even if Saliba had remained fit, Arsenal have still been in this rut. Arsenal didn't suffer a Saliba problem. Mm. Arsenal suffered a lack of depth problem. Look at, see, if you look at the results that cost Arsenal. Saliba, there were no Saliba well, problems. Look at Southampton, a passing from the back and Ramsdale, you know, early on in the game. I said it also that from the game against Bournemouth, that that's why the fact Arsenal came back to win that game. It tilted more as a sign of. Oh, yeah, nah, 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 we talked about that. The Arsenal were getting the, the emotion they were, they were exerting from themselves yeah. was becoming too concerned that it gets to a stage. You won't be able to produce it yeah. anymore. And I think that's exactly yeah. what happened. But still an excellent season. Oh, Gets them back into season. the Champions great League. Season. Gets them money to be able to also invest money in the squad. Yeah, get some really uh, good players uh, through the door. Now let's talk about Man City. Gundogan, four goals in, in two, two games. games. Good timing. As in... He's as in that guy. Fantastic timing. That towards the season. Uh-uh. Just comes into his own. And... I see the timing. Contract is up. Yeah. Starts getting into form. Do you even want me to stay? Eh, just Bellingham on his way to Real Madrid. Do you people want me to stay? You want me to go? <laughs> Are you sure you want to lose me this summer? Oh, wow. Don't you think you should give me a two-year deal? Yeah, I think that, uh, that's the problem. The problem is the length of, yeah. of, of the contract. That's the problem, because he's yeah. on the other side of 30. Uh, but he's been excellent. But, but remember, talk about timing. This form, this situation, this... Oh, development also coincides with um, the exit of um, Sergio Busquets at Barcelona. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it looks like the guy created for that role, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like his pro- dynamism. But Can my problem play? is that team wants to go to. <laughs> the rule that they have to do to be able to bring him to the It's free now. Well, they will pay wages, but they won't pay transfer. That helps a lot. Uh, yeah. And there'll be a lot of outgoings at Barcelona this summer. Well, well. Until then, now, until the outgoings happen, right? they should even sell for cases to United. I mean, there'll be a lot, a lot of outgoings. Africans don't do well at United. 
The last, the last almost look at Frank Kessie didn't work out. You know, remember <laughs> Jemba Jemba. <laughs> man, that was, that was a long time ago, man. But well, the fortune was okay around this time, I don't know. It was just there. It was just there, but it was enough to get him an ambassador. Well, I think he's an ambassador. There's also Manucho. Oh, the Angola. Angolan guy. That one didn't work out, Joe. That one didn't work out. Africans, I'm not sure Africans have had it good. Odu Agalo, you know, just came to yeah, he okay. came to fulfill a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and he did, he did. He came to fulfill a dream. All right, um, Chelsea, back to their old back selves. To their old ways. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to blame. They are putting a lot of blame on uh, Edward Mendy. I think Poch just has to come back. You know, they, I'm, going, I'm sure they're going to announce him before the end of the week. Yeah. Um, probably next week we'll talk more about Poch and how this Chelsea project can really work out. Because he has to work out. He has to. They, they've he committed to. a lot. Too much. And they are still going to spend. My, my, my worry is, I don't know what Poch meets. So there are two versions to the modern day Poch. The Poch at Spurs. And one at Chelsea. So which one does he meet at Chelsea? I don't know. He has to be a mix of both. No. He has to be Spurs. Yeah, I suppose. But the problem is, there's a likelihood that he's going to meet the one at PSG. Filled up with players, with egos, mm. big players, when a whole lot of money wouldn't have equal. You know, this, this, and that's, that's my worry for Poch. Poch excels when the environment is calm. And an environment he can undo. He can have his stamp on. Yeah. So I don't know if, if, if that will work out. But we'll see. Um, the show will definitely announce him for the end of the week. All right. Um, what else from the Premier League? Oh, I like Brentford. Brentford have one of the best teams this season. They've done well for themselves. Yes, they have. And I like the fact that um, Mbemo emerged slightly from the shadow of Ivan oh, Tony. Yeah. in the game against West Ham. Yeah. Uh, even though I saw a story somewhere that they put a price tag of 100 million on Ivan Tony. I thought it was 50 before. No, I saw a price tag of 100 million somewhere. I don't know what I saw. Like, Looks like that ban is not coming again, I mean. <laughs> That's his betting ban. Yeah, yeah. In your one day, in your one No, Brentford has... They, uh, this guy has done well. Um, Thomas Frank. Thomas Frank. Yes, yes. Has job. done really, really and well. And that's what I always also say. So as he is now, some are going to be asking him, what next? Do you think mm. we can take a step forward? You know, I, I'd rather he stays and see how far he can take Brentford. But hey... There's always challenges that popping up everywhere. Challenges popping up everywhere. Yeah. Which one are you going to take? You know, so. Oh, before we leave the Premier League, let's talk United and talk of Villa. United left it late. I think finally, um, Tenag agrees that United are not killing off teams. No, of course. That's been a constant theme this season. Constant But did you keep an eye on David De Gea? Yeah, for I always our, keep, our producer. I always keep Felix. an eye on David De Gea. 16 finishes, by the way, Felix, remember that? It was, that's when you're people like Felix. But his distribution was poor. Wait now. People like Felix. Mm. When you mentioned that, they tell you he's not the only person that is involved in, uh, in uh, clean sheets. But passing distribution, it does not take two people to pass ball. The passer yeah, and, the, and the receiver. Uh, <laughs> what the receiver does with the ball can lead to progress or deterioration. Like the, the second or third goal for Brighton against Arsenal, it was his. In case of passing out from the back, Trussell tried to flick Reach it. Reach out to Edwin, a colleague, who is blaming Ramsdale. Say Ramsdale didn't scout, didn't scan the area very well before giving the ball to Trussell. Scan and say no, Wala. What did you make of the goal scorers? Marcel, 61 goals now. I think level with David Beckham for he's United. A, he's a joker. He's a joker, Mr. And, and uh, Alejandro Ganacho. 
four four goals this season. He scored ten goals in, in three seasons. Now striker be that. <laughs> It was good to have Ganacho back, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the boy's energy is infectious. Uh, you know he loves to play. He loves to play. But the the highlight of that game is actually the Wolves debutant goalkeeper. Oh, what's his who, name again? Who made is it Bennett? I think Bennett, Bennett David. Yeah. No, David Bentley. Made a lot of saves to keep. Is it David Bentley? Bentley was the one that played Blackburn. Daniel Bentley. Daniel Bentley. So he made a lot of saves. Kept Wolves in the game. Um, United could have scored more. But like you said, very quickly, United are not killing off teams. Creating a lot of chances, but not killing off mm -hmm. For Villa, it was good to send them back to yeah, winning ways. Yeah. It reignites their European yeah, push. Yeah, you. You'll be really nice to... And who knows? Unaime in his bread and butter European League. Oh, yeah, he loves it now. For Aston Villa. Who knows? Loves he it. You just go there and win the trophy for... It was another good afternoon to watch uh, John McGinn. Was... <laughs> you like John McGinn? Oh, not that I like him, but he was particularly good in this game. And so you see John McGinn sometimes in the attacking phase of this time. It was it was protecting the defense line and massive game. But Jacob Ramsey took my that's got another really good young boy that's come through the ranks. Yeah, the I remember they always come come through the ranks when Emery is around. Yeah. Also, yeah. Villarreal. Saka. So you're going to uh, see more at, at Villa too. Oh, you're going to see a lot more. They have, even Ramsey has a younger brother who is away on loan. And I'm sad they have good prospects. Guess what his name is? To come back. Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> they have good prospects uh, to come back to Yeah, Villa I think he's on loan at Middlesbrough. Yeah, he might get an opportunity as well. So Villa have done that. Villa have done pretty good business with Alex Moreno. I think that's probably... If not for the fact that I came in January, would probably be in contention for one of my the best full back left backs in the league. But but I hope that because I understand that this guy is coming over to Villa, sporting director, Matteo Alemani from Barcelona. Now the problem is, I hope their recruitment doesn't now tilt towards, towards the, Spain. And it might it's be a problem. problem. In, see, when you start doing that... Don't, don't go too far. Ask Rafa Benitez at Liverpool. It, see, it doesn't help. Your recruitment because because golf players before players adapt. I remember I was looking at Everton and Everton played City. Majority of the game they didn't have a left-sided defender. Mikolenko was injured, right? Yeah. They put in the Olgate was what a horrible day. The left back they brought yeah. in to protect Mikolenko was Ruben Vinagre. Vinagre has only played eight games for Everton. And then the women kept appearing on the left side. Exactly. On the left side. So you need to get recruitment right. Mm. The Premier League is not for it's not for babies, though. So yeah, I, I, I hope that. You uh, know there's a bit of controversy surrounding the sponsor director you just mentioned from Barcelona. A bit of controversy surrounding him. I just hope they get it right. Emery, for the love of God and for his own good, mm. should not focus too much on the Spanish market. Broaden your rise, yeah, spread yeah. your net, cast, cast your net far and wide for the best players around. Because I really feel that Villa onto something with By the way, I think I heard Deco will be replacing him at Barcelona. Deco is their sporting representative in Brazil. Yeah, so, so what happens to his relationship with Rafinha? Nothing happens now. Well, still the same thing. All right, so that does for Premier League. Southampton are gone. By the way, Southampton. You know this, uh, when Asenvega used to re regret that you should have signed Ronaldo, so I have signed Messi. Southampton also have almost like a first level of players. Because see, 
their scouting there was mad okay, now. They are very good academic. You know that James Madison came to Southampton, not as a kid, as a pro, came to check the training mm. ground but didn't join them. Victor Osime, they noticed Osime even before he went to Lille. Mm. Southampton. That was how broad their scouting the was. was yeah. Ebereze, mm. Jared Bowen. Mm. Those are players that, and once again, I may just ask questions of their recruitment. And sometimes when you start doing all this, they want to go towards analytics. A problem. It's a problem. Because Southampton also, keep, with the new owners, yeah. started going through the route of. We skip the eye tests. Felix, yeah? <laughs> All right, um, Barcelona champions. Oh, yes. But let's talk about what happened after the <laughs> Met champions. Ah, but that's a good man. Xavi said that they slightly overdid it. No, of course they overdid it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got it. They, they got it. They got it. But they should have learned. Because something happened at Udinese. Uh, oh. Was that, was that what happened between uh, Napoli and Udinese? Yes. When Napoli was saying, the ultras took out on the team now. Everybody take off. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was watching the data. Chris oh, I was serious. Next, I just saw them running. Um, <laughs> but I also saw another visual of, another video of what happened in the tunnel. Because these fans, they came into the tunnel. But the fact that players like Alonso, Marcos Alonso, Sergi Busquets stood their ground. They also wanted to face off with the, like, yeah, it's like a chill pill now, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it just does the rivalry. The game. Yeah, you yeah. go to the and you know, Espanol also on the brink of relegation. So. Four points from safety, and the fans are also like angry with the new owners. The Chinese guys are the ones running Espanol, and they're like, please leave our club. Four points from safety. We don't deserve to get relegated, but you don't have to take that out on Barcelona. We also overdid it. Uh, so I you still have one more game at the new camp. Go and celebrate the <laughs> Go home and do whatever in the you want to be doing. Hey, what was this? <laughs> it was a cash one person. Cash one person. Uh. You know, you're there on me. I saw you. I saw So his first title post Messi? Oh, yes. It was an interesting title win because just look at the records that they, that they set. They only considered 13 goals. One, one, 11 1 0 victories. Yeah, I, mean, I saw this and I, sh and I shivered. They didn't score any penalty. Oh. Barcelona did not score any penalty oh. this season. Are you sure? The only one they had, I think they missed it, 11,000. Uh -uh. I, I checked and checked and checked. They didn't score any penalties. Wow. I stand to be corrected though. But Barcelona did not score any penalty. In fact, there's a start that they didn't concede from open play a lot of, at home. They only considered two goals at home. So, and, and, and we look at Barcelona. In a 19-game home Yeah, yeah. And, and, and here's the problem. We still are not convinced I'll about Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think a lot has to do more with the organization of the defence. And the brilliant season. Testegen. Oh, had, yeah. You know. It's the so, comeback season for Testegen. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. whilst you have to give the likes of Araujo, and note that that yeah. defensive four has gone under a lot of reconstruction. Reconstruction. Yeah. Mixed match. Mixed match. Today is Balde. Another day is Jordi Alba. Marcus Alonso in central defense. I think it's a brilliant idea. 
with Araho, tomorrow is Christmas in Araho, tomorrow is Christmas in Kunde, tomorrow. But summer, I think, from an organization standpoint, they were solid, very composed, very compact, and that's what got them. I think my summation here is that what they have, I'm not taking anything away from Barcelona, so Barcelona fans don't come from here. It's only enough for the domestic scene. It's not enough for Europe. Yeah, because I think the tempo in Europe is a lot different. Yeah. European um, teams have less respect for you. I think in Spain, they enjoy somewhat a bit of respect. So we saw in the Europa League and the Champions League games that Barcelona played this season and had a struggle in Europe. Why? Because they played against some teams that were always going to be on the front foot. Inter, Manchester United, and they critically lost those games. So I think it was more about what kind of onslaught are they facing from a domestic standpoint and from... I, 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 I mean, I think, I also think that in, on Champions League night, a constant thing is you need your big players to always be switched on. And Barcelona never had any of that season. Guess who has been providing for them all this year? Lionel Messi. Yeah. And, and that's why I still think that next season it's still going to be the same thing with Barcelona in Champions League. Mm. They're still going to get bundled out. Maybe during the group stages. Maybe a bit, maybe... I don't think that Barcelona are going to win the Champions League anytime soon. Mm. Because of the extra Messi always offered them. Oh, we can drag it back to the extra likes of Iniesta yeah, and yeah, Xavi exactly. brought to the table. Now, I don't think they have that. No, they don't. Guess what? Pedri has only one assist this season. Well, they really came on yesterday. Guess what? Guess what again? That only assist they had this season came last night against Espanyol. So, if your creative, uh, creative force. force has only one assist in La Liga, what can you offer you in the Champions League? Hmm. I know it's a young player. He still has plenty oh, of room to go. Yeah, plenty of years. Hopefully, he goes into next year of his maturity. You yeah, know, as long season. as he stays fit. Yeah. Um, Mm. But we're still not convinced about Barcelona, but this is their title. It's their title, they, yeah. Ah. Deserve it. Xavi, so, Javi Jones, about five Barcelona players who have won it as managers yeah. Samitier, uh, Pep Guardiola, Luis Enrique, Johan Cruyff, Ronald Koeman, too, right? Koeman won the league yeah. now. Yeah, I think Koeman won the league. Koeman won the league with them, too. That's. Yeah. Nah. Ronald Koeman won the league. One as a player. And one, one as, as a coach. No, as a coach now. Uh, in all of those robots, you know. In fact, I think it's the last guy that won it for them, 2019 now. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he won Before Atletico did the problem. Yeah, I think he won them the league. Um, Atletico Madrid suffered a very <laughs> mind-boggling loss. I won't dwell too much on that. No, no, no. You know, Oblak is not... Uh, they've, they've lost Oblak from an injury. I've been new. Goalkeeper standing in. I think what, what I think maybe for me... I'm thinking the euphoria of Simone maybe still staying. I started to wear off, and then the players are probably getting used to having him back. That's mm. I think that particular that bit of that performance. Um, but still, they are third and looking well poised, along with Real Sociedad to probably finish the top four. If Kamavinga doesn't play against Man City on Tuesday, but no, on Wednesday, it'd be a huge loss. They, but they also blame Ancelotti. Why are you playing him against? In a, in a meaningless game. I think played him in midfield. Felamendi returned from injury. I'm See, not sure he's ready for that City game. Mendy. You know we had that conversation about Arsenal. And why he was bothered to keep the momentum going. Yeah. That's why he had to play Kamaviga. 
All right, uh, for Asensio, it's also had a decent season, you know. Yeah, Asensio has 12 goals, 8 assists. He's linked to Aston Villa at the end of the season because he has a. I think he'll stay. Those boys are Madrid boys. He'll stay. It's like my guy, Diaz. <laughs> Diaz used all of. See, anytime you ask Diaz, when are you living in Madrid? I am committed towards my contract. <laughs> <laughs> I think Diaz is from Dominican Republic away. <laughs> See, I am committed. See, this house I'm building Dominican Republic. Eddie Diaz says he's committed towards finishing his contract. Yeah, he's, he's and Azad started, though. He started, yeah, he started and. Was... Oh, God. Azad has fallen off. Yes, Azad don't fall off. Azad had no meaningful contribution in that game. Like once, Until Vinicius stepped in again. Uh-huh. The impact that. Ah. It, it, it's such a sad tale. You know. Hazard getting his so called dream move ah, nah, nah, nah. to Real and. Sad. So, disapp- so disappointed, Fred Nazard. So disappointed. Very. Very sad. Um, what's up in the Serie So we know that uh, Napoli are plenty of champions. champagne in the system. And they, so, they have to get busy my mom's. If you put money on Napoli, you're on your own. Ah, I don't know. The one with the last You're your own. They are playing Inter this weekend, uh, this weekend again. If you put money on them, you're on your own. Mm. But let's, I mean, the top four races. How did Lazio, a few weeks ago, were second? I not now I they are fourth. Fourth. They are the best defense in the league. Yes. Magdaleni being rediscovered himself and probably the best defender in the in Syria at the moment. Um... I don't know what has happened. How they dropped from second to fourth. And that coincided and also with the peak in form of Inter Milan. And with a point. Yeah. You know, okay, four points ahead of Milan. Inter second now. Inter are, uh, no, Inter is third. Usually oh, Juve second. They have that 15 points to back to them. So, it's... Ah, you know, interesting thing. I think Jose Mourinho has forgotten about the league. You know why? Yeah. You saw his lineup. Oh, that's <laughs> that's classic. His, his lineup was the youngest yeah. ever he has put together in his Serie A career uh-huh. as yeah. manager. So I think he's just isn't he? He's just doing exactly what he did at Manchester United that first season. Yeah. And remember, now he has one leg in the final. Uh, he won the first leg now uh-uh. against Leverkusen. Uh, Leverkusen one leg. Ah. I, they didn't I play well in that game. Once I saw the lineup, I said, <laughs> that guy. Ah, this guy. Bad guy. This guy. I'd rather just win this as my way to get into the championship. Yes, now. Bad, bad, no. bad guy. <laughs> so this is where they played Nune against Bologna. But did you catch the the conversation between no, Ultras yeah. and uh, Isimla? Yes. I saw. Um, they can't line up. Plus Piolio. They're like a schoolboy. They're shaking their head. Oh, they shake their head. I said, what, what is this? <laughs> These are professional footballers, man. For crying out loud. I said, what? Ah. Line up. Show you what? Like, holy wolf. But maybe they needed it. Because, see, ah. you are losing focus and you are at a very, very crucial time yeah. of the season for the league and in the championship. Well, I, just, I think it was a bit of a culture shock. Culture shock is that I've seen that kind of thing happen in Europe. You know, if it was Nigeria now, because they won't line up. I think that over time, that uh, the the relationship between fans and players, or fan and the club, has always been, especially the ultras, because the ultras are like no nonsense people. Say like Inter, covered, covered, covered. You know, is 
you have to listen to the ultra. You have to listen to the fans. And hopefully that gets them back to reality. Like, hey, so. wake up. I hope so because they have they're a, losing it. a big second leg uh, on Tuesday uh, against neighbors Inter to determine who goes to the Champions League final. I, I think I think I think Inter Inter will win that. I think Inter no, I progresses. Think, I don't know about who wins, but I think no, Inter. I think Inter progress. progresses too because um, I really like the job uh, Simon Zaga has done with this team. Ah, man, Inter in the Champions League final. Ah yes, so. against against, against who? Real Madrid. Really? <laughs> yes, against really? Madrid. What do you want me to say? Man City, come for me. Against Real Madrid. Um, look, you, you, you cannot write Adria, so everybody understands that. This is their competition, like we said about I, Adria. I agree. However, the reason being that, I think whoever City gets in the final, it's, it's, they are going to beat anybody. No, I don't think I, I, I do think but that. But Inter-Real Madrid, Inter-Real Madrid also gives, it it's, a ro- kind of, it's, a, yeah. it's a royal feeling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is football royalty. Three European titles, with uh, 14, 11, 14, uh, 14, uh, 14 Europa, it's a sense of occasion. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, a lot of people... So, may, give, may it come to pass? Yes, yeah, so, a lot of people don't give exactly the credit. And I don't want City to the treble. Oh, yes, please. They can't. I don't want City to Only one team in England holds the treble. Please, fuck off. Alright, <laughs> 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 uh, mm. uh, so, so um, Italy, um, things are looking... Very interesting in the top four. I think Juventus will just pray that their 15 the, points is not there. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let but heartbreak for, for, for Pogba, I saw that. Oh, yes. From the city, yeah. That was, that that was, was a very job. emotional moment. Uh, I was 24, 26 I don't know if he's down to say it's a good ah. podcast. I was just to say, he has not been there in that. That's an answer. That's That was his <laughs> first start in the Serie A in seven is, years. Yeah. In seven very years. Sad, very ah. sad. So, and I felt for him. I genuinely felt for yeah. him. He's my least favorite player at the moment. But hey, I felt for him. And you know, nobody wants a player to break down. True, like that, true, you know? true. And uh, it was really start, sad. And it was nice to see how it comes out of this one. It's a major setback for him. So, yes, us wishing um, Paul Pogba uh, speedy recovery. Speedy recovery. All right, um, we have to wrap this up. And I had 38 minutes still going on strong. But probably let's just spend. Going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> let's spend the last few minutes talking Bundesliga. I think the title will be won this this coming weekend when mm. Bayern play Leipzig. Mm. So if Bayern win that it's game done. set match, it's done. Eh? But Leipzig are also playing for I think third. They are third right now by virtue of that late win against um, Vida Bremen over the weekend. Yeah. But this week coming weekend, Bayern versus Leipzig at the Allianz. Whatever. I think is that the Allianz? No, yeah. I think it's. No, no, no. no. no it's a Leipzig. Think, um, yeah. Leipzig it's an away home. game for Bayern Munich. Mm. But big shout out to, to Thomas Muller, who got a rare start under Thomas Tuchel, scored and has tied Stephen Kessler, one of my favorite Bundesliga players, for a number of goals in Bundesliga. Yeah. Oh. Stephen Kessler. Bayern at home, Oh, Bayern at home. Bayern at home. Ah. Dot Monday way then. Dot Monday way at Augsburg. Yeah, that's Sunday. But le- this this Dortmund left all their response too late. <laughs> See how they are responding now. Five, six. That's how they are responding. But it's, it's, come, it's come too little, too late. It's come too little, too late. But basically, this, this weekend decides. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right, 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 right. All right. So, band will be champions if they do win. Yeah. PS also should be champions. That one is a done deal. Mm. But you have to give a lot of credit for Lens and the fight that they put into it. Mm. And they look like they're going to finish ahead of Marseille. Yeah. Wait, did Akimi get sent off against Yeah, he scored and got sent off. Is he mad? 
Hakimi has like three red cards this season or four. He scored and he got sent off. He got sent off just a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. The guy is going through a lot. He's oh. going through a lot. All right, big shout out to Final Two, who are finally oh, out of Ajax yeah, and PSV's yeah, shadow. Yeah, uh, First title in... And the slot. And the slot, and the slot. And the slot. He's done very well. And you know the interest is the Wale. He's also been linked to sports, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. He only has four players from the team that played in the, in the Europa Conference League final last season. Wow. Only four. Wow. You had Malaysia there for Manchester United, mm. Zelensky there for Bournemouth. I had a boy that was on loan that's gone to PSG. Uh, they have this Mexican too now. They have different from different parts of the world. By the way, and it's they have not lost. They have not lost a game since September last year. They have the longest unbeaten run in Europe now. Yeah. Although they are not classified as top big yeah, five they, league, right? Yeah. But they are unbeaten in twenty-four. They didn't lose a home game this season. Wow! Wow! At the wow. Quip, that's the home stadium. Yeah. So that's really really massive. And you can you look at the array of elite managers have gone through final that not, not be able to win the league for them. Oh yes, many. The advocates. Advocates. Uh, uh, Kuman. Yeah, Kuman. A lot of elite managers have gone through final, and it's just one unknown and slot that wins them title. It's their second in 20 years, but can they sustain it? Because I mean, Ajax and PSG will come back stronger. Oh, like wounded lions. Yeah, come back stronger. I think I think they need to try as much to keep this guy. Oh, final lost him in Belgium a couple of seasons ago. Now he was one of their best players. No, the coach now they find a way to keep him, keep him happy. Yeah. But they will lose a lot of players. It's absolutely coaches are easier to keep than the players. Mm. A lot of the players would leave, would just in the club and move on. Now, like I said, he had to guide the expectation. I don't know if we have a new manager. He's getting taken and you know the games with Champions League and what have you. Now he goes to Champions League, he can try and manage it and see how he can navigate that. If he can get out of the, if he get a good, uh, favorable group drawing. All right, Yemi, we have to wrap it up. Yeah. So, Inter versus Real Madrid for the Champions League final? Yes. You're sure about that? For. What about the Europa League? Europa League, I will Roma Sevilla. I'm not sure Juventus can go away and get a result. Yeah, especially at that collision. Yeah. With um, the history behind Sevilla. Those people are an injury when it comes to <laughs> Europa League. They, they have a blood coming in that competition. I uh, see how that pans out, but um, by next week Monday we'll have a clear entity. West Ham yeah. also should be in the final yeah. of the yeah, conference league. Two one lead against Arsenal. Uh, so it should be them and uh, Fiorentina, Basel. Fiorentina. Yeah. Fiorentina lost at home, by the way, but I'm not writing them off yet. I think they they even play a lot better away from home. I want my Moroccan guy to win something. Concentration for not winning the World Cup. <laughs> hey, what's the game? Uh, Bono. No, the Moroccan midfielder. Oh, sorry, 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 I'm Robert. I'm Robert. <laughs> I want him to, I'm Robert. to yeah, win something. Yeah, yeah we nice that. So, um, but wait, in the midst of all of this, do you have any Nigerian in the, in the take of the action? Inter, Real Madrid, Roma, no. Sevilla, no, no. No, Bayer Leverkusen, Uba. Juventus, West Ham. Oh, Angelo Bonana, a Nigerian name. Yeah, Azi, Fiorentina, and Basel. No Nigeria no. in the midst of all of this. None at all. Wow. Okay. Now let us start. Uh, <laughs> Another conversation. Uh, all right. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, remember to 
keep sharing. Yeah, follow. Follow and subscribe. Um, subscribe. And you can also send us fan mails too. Oh, yes. Uh, footballfixng at gmail.com. Footballfixng at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Hope you enjoy this one. Thank and you. Um, we'll see you Ubon. next time. Ubon, Ubon, Ubon. Ubon. Thank you very so much for yeah. your mail. We really enjoyed reading. I that. would love to read from you again. Yeah. All right. Do have a lovely start here with you guys. Bye bye. All right for now. Take care.